This podcast is intended solely for blind and print-impaired audiences and is brought to you by the Radio Talking Book Service in Omaha, Nebraska. It's time now for this week's episode of Tech It Out, a program poised on the cutting edge of technology. Outlook Enrichment is pleased to sponsor this edition of Tech It Out here on Radio Talking Book. For more information about Outlook Enrichment, please call 531-365-5051 or visit www.outlooken.org. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Tech It Out. I'm Mickey Salzman, Adaptive Tech Trainer for Outlook Enrichment, and it doesn't seem quite often that Paulette and I get to do a podcast together, but here is another example of one that we are going to be able to get to do again together. Paulette, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Mickey. Great to have you here. I'm going to kind of let you lead out on this one. This is a very interesting topic that we're going to be talking about today, talking all about health. And and we always need that when we're talking about health and good help apps. And so uh, Paulette, I'll let you kind of take it away and, um, Again, welcome to the podcast. So today, you know, for many of us, there it's really important that we maintain our independence, and that means staying in our home and doing our daily tasks. And with um, independence, a lot of times that comes with health and wellness and medication management and those types of things. And so today we're going to talk about some really cool products that are out there. It's all, some are very low tech, and some are more high tech as well as talking about some features on your phone that you may want to consider looking into for the future. So I'm gonna start because this issue came up a lot during COVID when people were being asked to take their temperatures, whether you had to take your own temperature or as a parent like myself, I had to take my son's temperature every day before I sent him off to school. So finding a right thermometer that's going to work for you you know, there's a couple things to consider here. One, what is your level of vision? So some thermometers um, may have a bigger display, but they don't, for example, have talking features. So if you're in that low vision range, when you are looking for a talking thermometer or a large to read thermometer, keep in mind these couple things. So one, you want to have a, a large, easy to read display. Um, a lot of these tend to be a gray background with black print, so having a backlight feature on the display is a good tip. Other types of things to consider is, while you may not be able to always read the numbers clearly, but does it have visual color coding available on it? So if it's green, you're in the good. If it's yellow, you might be questionable, like right on that cusp of having a fever, and if it's red, it will usually indicate that you do have a fever of some kind. Now, some of these, when you're looking at them, do also have an alert. It'll beep at you to indicate that, that you do have a fever. So a lot of times, instead of a couple quick beeps, this is a longer tone that will indicate that you do have a fever. Now, there's a couple really good talking thermometers out there. So, um, and all the products, the majority of the products that we are talking about today, they are available on Amazon. So you can go out and you can find some of these. If you want more information on one of the products we mentioned, please call Outlook Enrichment and we'd be able to tell you what it is um, by name. 
So we're talking first about the resin, R-E-I-Z-E-N, talking digital thermometer. And this thermometer is an oral thermometer, probably what we, those of us who are older, grew up with. You stick it under the tongue, you take the temperature. This has a large display that is backlit with a blue LED screen. Um, and what this does is it has large, easy to read numbers, but it will give you a audio output um, on what the final temperature is. Very low tech, very easy to use, but again, it is an oral thermometer. When we move up to looking at talking um, forehead or ear thermometers, one to think about is the forehead thermometer by adults and kids. Um, and this is um, FSA eligible, it's no touch, so it's no contact. What this one is sold by is the Fermometer, FE Mometer store. And this one has a green LED display on the backlit light. It has uh, large, easy to read numbers. It's pretty simple in operation. You really only have two buttons, one for power and one to start taking the temperature. Um, this one does have talking features. Um, it will give you the alarm um, if the, you do have a fever and will digitally read the temperature to you. So if it was, we're looking back, you know, you know now there might be a, a, a fever, there might be things as moving forward into other types of medication management, we are going to be looking at some pillbox organizers. So a lot of times with pillbox organization, if you're taking just one medication a day, it makes it kind of easy. But if you don't always remember that you took your medication, so my husband is notorious for this, there's a really cool little product that's called the Take and Slide Medication Tracker and Reminder. Now, this has on the side of the pill box, um, it just looks like your regular uh, brown plastic um, pill box organizer, um, and it has a sticker on it on the side that has little sliders. And these sliders remind you it's divided by day. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday kind of thing. And these sliders will allow you to keep track of once you take your pill, you slide it over to determine if you took that pill that day. So that's good for a single, um, it's good for a single dose uh, prescription. The, the bad thing is you do have to change it out of your pill box into the, the pill box that's provided. And this pill box is not labeled. So there are some downsides to some of the products. Now, um, when I look at for low vision in particular, a couple things to keep in mind when you are looking at pillbox organization. One is how easy is it to read? The second piece is do you need visual or do you need tactile cueing to indicate what day of the week that you're going to be taking your medications? So having one that has Braille or um, some other way to indicate what day that is, if you're not a Braille user, can be very helpful. 
So one of the ones that I like the best on the market, this is for low vision primarily users, but it does have Braille on it. It's called the Lazy Me Weekend Weekly Pill Organizer. So this one is a really nice one if you're taking medications, especially if you're going away from home a lot. What it is, is it's a tray, and then inside of the tray, you have seven little daily organizers. And this is a organizer that's split up into four compartments for your different medications that you might take throughout the day. So for example, one day might be green, one day might be orange, pink or blue, you know, so it's a very visual one. And as you take the pills for that day and finish out, you slide it to the top or the bottom so that you're starting fresh and you know what days you've completed. On the lids of these, it does end up have the four compartments and each compartment is numbered or lists like morning, noon, afternoon um, medications. And in Braille, it's listed as one, two, three, and four throughout the day. Uh, so it's a really nice little pillbox organizer. It's usually around about $8 um, to purchase, so pretty inexpensive. And that one is probably one of the, the ones that we like a lot. I've been doing this for a lot of years, and I've recommended this one to a lot of people over the years. Uh, if you have a hard time remembering to take your medications, um, we always, before we go into saying buying something new, we always want you to look at what types of things you have available to you at home. So setting alarms on your phone is a good way to keep track of when you need to take medications. Um, and you want to set in an alarm rather than a calendar reminder. Because setting an alarm allows you to kind of keep track of what time of day and it, you have to physically turn an alarm off. If you set a calendar reminder for a certain time every day, you might get it, you might hear it, but if you're not in the room, you're not going to remember to do it. So this is why we're recommending setting alarms on your phone. But if you're not real phone savvy, if you're not comfortable doing that or you don't use a smartphone, um, a couple options, um, a low tech option is the e-pill for alarm pill box with vibrations. So this is a good one, both for individuals who may be blind, low vision, or for, for individuals who have deaf blindness. Um, and what it is, is it's a small little, um, alarm that has the clock on it and it can be set up for four different alarms throughout the day. Again, this is a nice one. You can set it on your counter right next to your pillbox to remind you to take the pillbox. You can keep it on you if you need that viral tactile sensation. And it's pretty easy to set up similarly to how you would set up a digital watch. Um, However, the downside is to set up the alarms to actually read it, you may need assistance with setting up the reminders because it doesn't always have all of the audio prompts like you may have when trying to set up an alarm on your phone or another talking device. Um, other times when you're looking at more higher tech options, there we're seeing a trend in some new smart, they call them smart automatic pill dispensers. Now, these are dispensers 
that may have allow you to do up to 28 days in it um, to do your medication management. Um, it has a digital alarm to remind you when you take when to take the medications, and then it rotates to that day and all your meds are in there. Downside to this particular product is um, one, it, it, you set it up through an app on your phone. So if you're pretty tech savvy, this might be a good one for you. Um, there's a couple different ones out there similarly to this. Things to consider is uh, some of them do not have a clear lid. Um, I frankly would prefer to have a clear lid so I would be able to see into it um, or somebody who's assisting me could see to know when we need to refill it. Um, this one has a clear lid so you can see what's in, in each compartment, how full the compartments are. The display is gray with black lettering and it has a larger digital clock on it. Um, but this one connects to via Bluetooth to your iPhone or other device and has an app that allows you to go in and set those timers, list the medications, those kinds of things and to make it convenient for you. And so if you have a family member who's helping you with medication management, they may be the ones who are setting it up. And then when it's time to take the medication, it alerts you to what it is. The downside is all the medication is in one compartment. So if you are looking at doing multiple medication times throughout the day, you may need one or more of these devices um, so that you don't confuse the pills themselves. So these are some of the other options. Um, and like I said, high tech to low tech, a lot of these are readily available on Amazon. Uh, some of the, the pillbox organizers range from $7. The easy, um, the smart automatic pill dispensers, you may be looking at $75 to $100 for some of those. So they are on the higher end um, when you're trying to manage your medications. Other things that can be done for medication management is uh, sometimes you can work with your pharmacy and have them put pill packets together. So this would be your dose for certain times of the day, and they are individually wrapped in cellophane wrap. Um, there may be some additional cost for that through your pharmacy, but it's something you can look into and usually Medicaid and Medicare, um, Medicaid will cover that cost or some of your other prescription pill programs. Um, moving on to talking about um, health and wellness kinds of features and going back to our smartphones and devices, some of the things to consider with that is you're really looking at maybe some of the features in the health app. And so Mickey's going to come back in and we're going to talk about the health app and some of the features that are available on your phone for this. Um, so the health app, you if it's not already on your phone, you can go to the Apple Store and you can download it. Um, but it's called Apple Health. And with Apple Health, um, you have a lot of different things to, to add into it. So there's information on medication management. There's information on your body, activity levels. Um, if you have any pre-existing conditions, you can list it in here. Um, so it makes it a little easier. The nice thing is some of the features you can turn on is um, 
it puts uh, an emergency on, even when your screen is locked, it'll have an emergency health uh, option available on there. So for example, I myself am epileptic and say I have a seizure somewhere and I'm out and about. On my phone screen, if somebody were to access that and try to get into my phone, there's an emergency alerts notification on the front of my phone. And it says what types of medications I'm on, what allergies, what pre-existing conditions. So mine says, for example, epilepsy, but you may have diabetes or any other type heart conditions um, listed there. And then it goes through some of the pertinent information. If you have alert allergies to certain medications, so, for example, if you're allergic to penicillin, for example, um, or um, you're diabetic and you need to, there are certain types of insulins you can't have, those would be information that maybe you would want to list there. And it also can be set up to display your emergency contact people. So, for example, on mine, it lists my husband and one of my sons as my emergency contact people and list their phone numbers. So somebody could call my family member right from that screen and it makes it a little easier for healthcare management personnel when they are working on that. Mickey, I'm gonna have you step back in and mm -hmm. talk about some of the other features in the health app. Well, I think Apple really has to be commended for, <clears throat> they've done a lot, you know, as you all know, they, they have, with the Apple watches and what they're doing and really trying to uh, bring to the forefront health issues for people, whether it's getting a heads up on their oxygen levels or the blood pressure, that sort of thing. It's really great for that. And you know, I think the health app is, is no exception for that. Just a lot of detailed information. I believe if I'm not mistaken, Paulette, you can also scan your favorite medications into the app. So maybe you don't know, I think this is true in the U.S. I think you can scan your notificate your uh, your pill bottles into um, into the app itself, and it can put all that information in there for you, such as uh, the information regarding your medications, proper dosage, that sort of thing as well. So that really makes it really nice, and um, it, it's a nice way to track all your health information, and and in some things it allows you to also export, download, and export it. So like if you're keeping mm -hmm. track of certain things for your doctor. Um, it, or you have a, for example, a lot of medications and, you know, maybe your doctor just changed some things up and you've added it into here when you go to your next doctor or your dentist, because, you know, everybody asks you what medications you're on now, mm -hmm. then it has it readily available to you in easy, in an easy to access place. Other types of things um that you can use this and we'll 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 be doing more on the health app in January this podcast because we're going to be revisiting it and um health and fitness mm -hmm. um and some some fun things that we have we've discovered through that but with the health app you can also keep track of your weight you can keep track of some of your activity levels so if you're looking at losing weight um you can keep track of uh, some of your blood pressure readings, uh, if you're diabetic, some of your sugars, you know, other ways that you can do that if you're not comfortable with doing it in the app or you're not that tech savvy, a good way to keep track of a lot of this information also is just using notes on your phone. 
um, and notes can easily be emailed to somebody else or shared to somebody else if you need to do that, but it doesn't put that information that's readily accessible. So um, a way to keep track of your medication management may be through notes um, or pertinent information, like if you're tracking um, sugar levels, blood pressure levels, those kinds of things, you can do that through the notes app also or through voice recordings is another way that you could do that. So again, low tech to high tech. Um, another app that we like is called the heart rate monitor. Now this is um, tracks your blood pressure and your heart rate. Um, this uses the camera on your phone that's available for free through the Apple Store. Um, and what it is, is you go into the app, and I had Mickey demo this one for me. Mm -hmm. So you go into the phone, um, and when you go into the app, it gives you some basic information about uh, the app. And then it goes into allowing you to do your right heart rate so what it does is you hold your finger over the camera on your phone and the light on your phone will automatically come on and what it does is it tracks to see how much that finger vibrates or pulses to get that rate you want to hold your steady and then it provides you with information um about that heart rate monitoring. Now it's free to try, but it is, as I mentioned, um, if you want to, to keep track of all your heart rates because of a heart condition or you, your doctors were wanting you to keep track of that, it is a $599 charge um, to <laughs> your Apple account. But it's a real easy, instead of going someplace or using a clunky heart rate monitor or a um, blood pressure cup, this might be an option that you can do at home fairly independently um, with minimal cost. Mickey, do you have other stuff you want to add in here? Well, you know, just that we we always are talking about low tech or high tech. We're talking about stuff that costs a lot of money versus stuff, you know, that we're always looking at the free stuff, free opportunities. And so there's a lot of things out there that, you know, that you may not know about and, you know, the, the pedometer apps, of course, we'll be talking more about this in January, but be able to track your steps and track where you, how far, you know, how far you walk and how you're doing your walking habits and that sort of thing. So again, Apple, you know, really has done a lot, a great job of, of making sure their devices can, can watch a lot of those things. You know, you don't have to buy some expensive extra devices or wristbands. Uh, you certainly can, you can buy the Apple watches and that sort of thing, but a lot of that's just done through your phone. And so, it makes it a lot easier for you. Yeah. And, and one of the things is when you're looking at some of these health apps, for example, look and see if there's a free version first. Okay. Because you're looking at a couple of things. Um, how easy is it to use with if I'm using voiceover or uh, the speak screen feature on your phone? Um we did test the heart rate app, um, which allowed us to hear it pretty clearly and gave us information about the heart rate. Um, but you may need to play around with it before you decide you want to buy it. So the Apple one we mentioned, the Apple Health, that one is completely free. There's no charge for it. 
some of the apps though will give you like a day or two um, or five times trying it to see if it works. Um, so you may want to go in and, and experiment and play around because there's a ton of different apps out there on how to track health or medication management, different things. Um, one of the things that we do want to say is we did look into when preparing for this, we did look into some apps that would identify pills and you would take a picture of your pill and it would compare it to a database. Um, we did find that none of them worked very good um, because it a lot of times depends on the lighting, how easy the imprint on the pill is to identify um, because lighting played a, an important role in how what the color was and that kind of thing. So mm -hmm. we aren't recommending anything for pill identification. So it's really important that you have mechanisms in place to help you keep track of and identify your pill bottles and your medications from one to another. Uh, right now, there's nothing really out there that's going to help you with that. Um, even with seeing AI, it can help you read the label on something, but it's not going to help you with reading what's actually on the pill most of the time, unless it's a very clear print. And a lot of times, you know, you want to be careful because <clears throat> sometimes if you can find the barcode, that works great. But a lot of times it still is, can be challenging for me as a blind person to find that barcode, that little barcode on there that allow me to just pull up the information. But I think the health app gives you an option, but like Paul says, you want to be really careful about that. Hey, Mickey. So with that, I think we are going to be concluding this one. Now, we also are going to be having on November 16th, that's Wednesday evening via Zoom. It's a virtual Zoom meeting. Um, we're going to have from 6 p.m. to 7, you're going to be able to come on and ask questions, or maybe you have some other app ideas. Or maybe you have some management tips or, um, you know, ways that you manage your health and, and other things that you'd like to share. So love to have you sign up for that because we'd love to, you know, we're not, I'm not all knowing. We're not all knowing. We're learning things every day about this technology and about what it can do. But health, obviously, very important part of that. So that's coming up November 16th via Zoom. Please sign up or get in contact with us. Um our contact numbers are, and website is the same. If you heard it in the past, phone number is 531-365-5051. Contact us on the web at outlooken.org. And so um, certainly also contact the Radio Talking Book, Ryan, and let him know your thoughts and, and feedback, as we always appreciate hearing from them as far as how these podcasts are being received. So. With that, we are going to conclude this podcast. Anything else we need to add, Paulette? I don't think so. I think we covered pretty much. Listening. Paulette pretty much carried the majority of this. Thanks, Paulette. Very, very knowledgeable about your you know, the subject. So thanks again, and thank you for all for listening. And with that, I say goodbye, and you all have a wonderful day. RTBS is excited to announce our new Alexa skill, available on all Amazon Echo smart speakers. To get started, just say, Alexa, enable Radio Talking Book Nebraska skill. Anytime you wish to access the skill, simply say, 
Alexa, play Radio Talking Book Nebraska. Once the skill is activated, you can follow the voice prompts to hear our live stream, the on-demand podcasts, and our daily program schedule. If you need further assistance or to learn more about our new Alexa skill, call us at 402-572-3003. Thank you for being a loyal RTBS listener and supporter. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Tech It Out, the program that dances on the cutting edge of technology. Brought to you by Outlook Enrichment. More information is available at www.outlooken.org or by calling 531-365-5051. The Radio Talking Book Network is brought to you with the cooperation of KIOS-FM in Omaha and statewide through the facilities of NET Radio and Television. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 47 years. Thank you for being a loyal Radio Talking Book listener and supporter.